Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Maddie Brinkman, Division II National Champion. And I am Heath Calhoun. And I am Aaron Rooney. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. Uh, it's the best video replay system in the business. We just all three of us got back from the Division II National Meet just uh, this past weekend. I flew in this morning with uh, a couple other people. So, But the video replay system that they were using on deck was Poolside Live. So make sure you get over to sidelinescout.com check out poolside live get yourself a setup it's uh, it's the best money you'll ever spend and uh with that we're gonna get right into it maddie uh is a, a also a minnesota girl from st cloud state um i just wanted to provide a little context i was fortunate enough to um be in the same conference and same section as maddie in high school when i was coaching so i got to see her for her last couple years of high school and then she went on to my alma mater, St. Cloud State. And now, adding to the legacy of St. Cloud State, adding to the legacy of St. Clarion, if you will, <laughs> uh, we got another national champion. So, Maddie, how does it feel to be a national champion? Um, honestly, I don't feel any different. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I mean like you're supposed to feel a lot different, but I don't know. I was expecting something a little different. <laughs> But I don't know. It probably just hasn't completely set in yet. I know it's been a few days, but I think it's also probably because I, Kayla would be mad that I'm saying this, but I did not think I was capable of winning. (laughs) And so I think that's probably part of why it doesn't feel like real, (laughs) but I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're definitely capable. Obviously it happened. Um, the thing that was the craziest. So, so for those of you who don't know, I was on the judging panel. Um, and it was very apparent that Maddie just had the most technical ability of anybody up on three meter. And that's where she won. She won on three meter. Her hurdles were amazing. She never missed one. Uh, lineups were excellent, especially that back in reverse dive and her vol list. Those were absolutely incredible. So it was, it was by far and above the, the best, most solid 11 dives that, yeah. that everybody did. And, and there's no surprise at all that when you do things well, you end up on top. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, Aaron. I thought just sitting there, what, like, Maddie was the best diver on three meter for that, like, for that day, that given day. Not just her first 11, but your last six, Maddie. Like, you were the best woman diver on three meter, and it it – I don't think it was necessarily as close as the score indicated. That's just my opinion. Um, there was a lot of really good girls in the field. Like I thought this was one of the stronger women's meets we've seen. Um, I love the fact that, you know, you maybe didn't have the most DD and I think we'll get to that a little bit later, but you just put it down. Like you did your dives. Great. So I thought that was awesome. Um, you know, Aaron kind of gave us a quick little intro to you. Um, but kind of take us through how you got into diving your diving journey is what we usually call it and how you ended up at St. Cloud. Yeah. So I liked to follow in my sister's footsteps. I have two older sisters and they had chose the sports tennis gymnastics and track. And so I just, I did those, but in gym class, we got to our swimming unit and we would get like 15 minutes of free time at the end. And so naturally I would go to the diving board and I would try like back double twist, not a legal dive, but that was my gymnastics instincts. I tried some double backs to my shins. I was having a great time. And the lifeguard 
was one of the swimmers on the men's team at my school and he came up to me and was like hey have you ever thought about diving and I was like no I'm in tennis like what's diving (laughs) (laughs) and but you know I went home and I thought about it and I was like I know that diving practices before school so I asked my mom what do you think if I try it out and then we met with the coach and he was okay with me doing both sports. So then I tried it out for a little while, got to the first meet, was doing great until my last dive. I failed it. I supposed to do a full twist. No, nope. Yeah. And I did a one and a half on accident. So that was really good. A really great first experience. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, from then on out, I made the coaches decide if I ever had conflicts with meets, where I would go, and sometimes I would do both. Like, a core memory would be I had a home tennis match one time, and it went a little longer than it was supposed to, and it was a day that I was supposed to do both tennis and diving. And so I finished the match. I run into my mom's car, and she drives a little faster than she should (laughs) to Albany which is not far from Melrose and I get my swimsuit on as I'm like all sweaty and gross and I walk up on the pool deck right as they say my name and announce (laughs) my dive and I walk up on the board (laughs) and I I just go (laughs) and yeah so that was that was kind of just like how it all went in high school it was just going on doing whatever <laughs> that's crazy i didn't even that's know wild. that story that's a that's very cool. brinkman story though I, <laughs> all all you girls all you, the whole family is just like how much can we fit into a day i bet we could do this i bet we could do that and and it makes sense that you were not only a three sport but a four sport athlete uh yeah and so then i got to the point of choosing college and i was like trying to decide between gymnastics and diving because I had grown to love the sport of diving. I thought it was so fun. They're kind of similar, like flipping, twisting, all that good jazz. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to St. Cloud. I don't want to go close to home. Like, no. And so I was looking at like UND. I went on a visit there and it went well. It was, I had a great time. And I was going to go there, but um, then they dropped their program. So I was like, okay, well, now I need a new plan. And so then I texted Kayla and I was like, hey, this is like June or July before school starts. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, hey, is there any chance I can, you know, be on the diving team? And (laughs) she comes back with, um, well... I'll have to wait to hear back from some other girls yet. I, we have a pretty full team and I'm like, Oh, okay. Cool. Came to Clarion. You should have came to Clarion. <laughs> that's, that's fabulous. <laughs> and so she eventually gets back to me saying that one of these girls didn't decide to come to St. Cloud. She went to Mankato. And so I got to come on the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and, crazy. The, and the rest is history wow i don't <laughs> yeah i don't think anybody would have guessed that you'd be here right now huh yeah, oh, not, that's not even me <laughs> oh, that's especially on three meter like think about that for a second like i came in with zero experience that's incredible <laughs> that's incredible man that's wow. incredible 
That just goes to show you, if you put your head down and yeah. you work and you want something, I mean, you never know what could happen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's inc- that's awesome. That's awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's transition here. Um, what are you studying in school and how has that affected your diving training? I know uh, with the COVID year and your major, talk us through all of that. Yeah, so I'm a radiologic technology major. So for people that don't know, it's just an x-ray tech. <laughs> <laughs> um, five I, years <laughs> that, well, that's know, a two-year degree two at clarion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love it maddie I, I only make these jokes because we made them at nationals so i feel like yeah. they're making them <laughs> oh yeah so i started my clinical internship um through the saint cloud hospital in august of 2020 and in my program we alternate class week clinical week every other week And um, for class, we go eight hours a day and clinical, we go eight hours a day. And for our clinicals, we get to go to like several different locations. So it's not always just the St. Cloud Hospital. Like I get to go back to my hometown, which is Melrose for like a week. I get to go to Wilmer, which isn't as fun because I have to drive (laughs) an hour and 15 minutes to get there. (laughs) But it's it's a really cool experience and we get so many different things like different ways to see everything and then we also get to go to like different modalities and stuff so we get to go to like ct we get to go down to the or for a week like i was just in the or the the week before nationals so that was pretty cool wow (laughs) but um sometimes we have to work the late shifts like there's just they, they really prepare us for what life's going to be like. And so I would say my typical day that I would be like a class week, I would have class from like eight to four, and then I'd practice four to six and then go home, do my homework, all that good jazz. And then on a clinical day, it really depends on where I'm scheduled to go for my clinical. So if I'm at like the hospital, it's just usually like a 7.30 to 3.30 or if I have the late shift, that's one to nine. Or if I'm in Sartell at the plaza, it'll be like 12 to eight sometimes. Like, so I'll just have to coordinate when to practice or if I'll be able to practice at all, if it works with Kayla's schedule. And then the weeks that I'm in Wilmer are kind of my death weeks. I <laughs> have to get up at like 530 to get there by eight. And then I get done at four, come back. And I usually practice like 530 to 730. And then I'm exhausted and go to bed <laughs> and do it all the next day. <laughs> so were there, were there times when you just didn't get on the board? Were there weeks or days or how did uh, that work? Yeah. Kayla was pretty good with it. Actually. She was very flexible with it and she would try to make whatever worked it. There was a couple times where I would just come in by myself and do like a little like vol workout or something like that. But uh, I know last year for sure when I would, whenever I would have Wilmer weeks, I just wouldn't practice because it didn't work with her schedule, but it worked a little better this year. So cool. So I have a goofy question kind of off that throughout all of that, you know, you go through COVID two years ago, I mean, still going, still dealing with COVID last year. And even part of this year, you have clinicals. Was there ever a point where you were like, this is too much? Like, cause that, I mean, clinicals is like a, that's, it's a pretty intensive thing what you're doing. 
what working for free <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> um honestly there were some times where I was like okay this is a lot but then I thought back to like my high school days where I would literally practice before school go to school practice after school go home I was taking tons of college classes like I graduated high school with 52 college credits so it was like it wasn't like I had an easy day (laughs) time out so this might come across <laughs> wrong, but and I know it's going to. So <laughs> I know you, what you're going to say. You, <laughs> you took a major that some schools take two years to do. You went to college with 52 credits, which is almost two years worth of credits. And it took you five. You better have like seven minors. Like what? How does that all add up? What? <laughs> Yeah, so I took a lot of pointless classes that I didn't really need in high school. Like nice. I I went through math, like college algebra, I went through trig, pre-calc. I needed one math class for my major. That's awesome. So That's awesome. I, just, I had a ton of extra stuff, but that made me run into eligibility issues. Oh right. And so I was a double major in biomed as well. Nope. Because I did think about becoming like a doctor and a radiologist, but not anymore. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Yeah, that, but yeah. I, I do. Yeah, that's crazy. I do have a minor in psychology, but nice. Only one minor. <laughs> that's See, that's he, up my alley. Where I thought you were going with this question oh, is, you know, we we all went to state school. We're actually talking to a smart person. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely different. I, yeah, just, just just for our listeners. So Aaron, Aaron, and I have this joke between us and our friends. So like when we say something stupid, Aaron will be like, "Oh, it's okay. Heath went to a state school," <laughs> and, and, and it's like it's just a joke because Aaron also went to a state school. And uh, I walked by Maddie during the meet, and I was like, "Oh, how's your uh, what did I say crossword? I said, <laughs> yeah. How's your crossword going?" She goes, "It's not a crossword. It's a word fill." And I go, "What's that?" She goes, "They gave me the words." I go, "What?" I'm like, "You have the answers." So, um, but yeah, no. So I mean, I guess when when you know, getting back on track a little bit here. So whenever you were having those days where like, this is a lot, like what was the thing that kind of like got you motivated to get going again? Um, I just separated school and life and diving. And when I was at the pool, it was like, I was in a whole new day. It was just me and the boards. Like (laughs) I didn't have any other worries. That's awesome. So I just tried to like, forget all other worries while I was at practice. That, that's awesome. Um, so now kind of going to the next plan question here is, uh, you know, we mentioned it earlier, like you won with a little bit lower DD. So for our listeners, I think I can remember your list on three meter. It was front two and a half pike back one and a half straight reverse one and a half pike inward two and a half tuck back one and a half, one and a half and back one and a half, two and a half. So you had some big dives in there for sure, but you also had some lower DD dives with that back one and a half straight and reverse one and a half pike. You know, did you throughout this season or the past year or so, did you play around with other dives? How did you and your coach come to the decision to maybe go with lower DD versus higher DD? Like, what was that process like for you in your senior and super senior year? Yeah, I definitely tried other dives. I'm one to, if somebody says try it, I'll probably try it. So, (laughs) um, you know, it doesn't take too much to convince me. So I went for them. They didn't go great. But like they got a little better with each one, obviously that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. just with the lack of practice and not 
being able to, like, I wasn't allowed to go on a training trip this past year wow. because of school, because we didn't really get a break much. So I didn't have time to take off if I wanted to be able to go to nationals. So I just didn't quite have the time to like really work on those things. I competed back two and a half a few times, but it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. That's, I just, I don't know. It just, you don't see that too often. I think we're so used to, and I, you know, Aaron and I talk about it all the time, like catching ourselves as coaches being like, oh, we can do these dives. Let's do them. And it's like, maybe sometimes it is smarter. And I think you're a great example to show, Hey, if you can do all your dives for sevens, like let it fly that way. And it's going to end pretty well. Yeah. So the next question, I kind of want to preface it a little bit. What I'm going to ask Maddie here is what do you do to get ready for meets like Tuesday and meets like national championships but again prefacing this division two works a little bit differently yeah. differently than anything else um we have when when people say oh yeah i qualified for nationals really what they qualified for was a pre-qualification meet which happens yep. at the national venue on the tuesday before uh the events start and what they do is you use six optionals on three meters six optionals on one meter for the women they cut to the top 22 and for the men, they cut to the top 18. So it's, it, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of diving. It's a very long day. And, you know, we try our best to identify the top that year. Um, I feel like sometimes we get it right. I feel like obviously sometimes people are overwhelmed with pressure and yeah. one day, one opportunity, you got to make it happen. But then further in nationals, what division two does is we do our six optionals first. And then your five voluntaries, you get yourself an 11 dive score. That is how you're seated for finals. And then you come back for finals. You keep the voluntary score that you did in the first 11 dive list. And then you redo your six optionals. And a lot of times that's where you'll see people changing dives or changing positions because your vol score is kind of locked in. And then you're in finals, top eight, let it fly. So Maddie, again, the question is, what do you do to get ready for big meets like Tuesday prequel? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really try to treat it differently than like any other meet, but with Tuesday, especially knowing how it goes, I try to bring warmer clothes because we're waiting anywhere from half an hour to 45 minutes between each dive. So I like to, as Heath mentioned, I brought my word fill in and I like to take my mind off of things. I do find myself watching diving more though, just because I'm entertained by diving. <laughs> and so, but I try to keep my mind off and then I also like to talk. So I try to talk to people <laughs> and behind the boards, I'll start a conversation, even if they don't want it. And <laughs> I, I try to read the room, but sometimes people just walk away, <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> because I, I shot my shot, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I just try to like stay loose. I get up like probably like 12. 12 people before me and start like moving my legs do some jumping jacks get my legs like re alive because I've just been sitting for a while and so yeah 
that's that's mm-hmm. about it yeah that makes sense um you know so this is always a fun question to talk to people about at nationals and i know we talked briefly but uh so what's next you know for now, if you choose to do master's diving, but for all intensive purposes, your athletic career at this moment is done. And, uh, so what's next for you job? Where do you want to be? Are you, are you going to continue diving those type of things? Um, yeah, so I am probably going to work in either Long Prairie or Melrose, which is not far from St. Cloud. And, um, I know that Melrose has been asking me to coach diving for the last like three years. Yes. So, I mean, that that's a potential just because I know they've been struggling with it for a few years. And even in my high school days, our diving coach was a swimmer. Like she tried her best. Don't get me wrong. I loved her, but <laughs> I was kind of my own coach. <laughs> so I would love to be able to give them more something. And, you know, then I'd get to see Rooney a little more because. I will vote for you every single time for coach of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad. You're going to have to see Rooney more. <laughs> <laughs> but That's fair. As of now, I, other than alumni meets, I don't really think I'm going to be diving. <laughs> you're, you're so it's. It's nice to go out like that, huh? Like you're like, I yeah. can clo- close that chapter, but uh, no, I, uh, that's, that's awesome to hear. Any, any high schooler would be lucky to have you as a coach. That's for sure. Well, and what I wanted to follow up with was when you did your last dive, um, what, what was that dive? Like very last ever. Yeah. That was your back one and a half, one and a half on one meter. Correct. No. Cause I had finals. Okay. So, so was what was your last dive? Well, so it was back two and a half twist. Okay. So before that dive, did Hegley give you any like, hey, this is your last one ever? Did any thoughts like that creep in your head or were you just in the zone? Uh, no, actually they didn't. But this is the worst part of three meter. I reverse dive is my favorite dive on three meter. It's my favorite dive at all. And I'm thinking that when I'm on board, I'm like, dude, this is my favorite dive. This is my last time doing it. Let's show them what I got. I stand there. I forget how to do my approach. (laughs) I literally, I don't, you probably could have seen my face. It got white as a ghost. I, my face dropped. I was like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And so I, I definitely like hesitated and then just stepped and it worked out, but. Yeah, I'd say it worked out a moment of panic (laughs) that was it so before Aaron gets going here I actually am curious about this Aaron did you have anything like that before your last dive of your career what was the last dive of your career and what like went through your head for your last dive so my our our head swim coach Jeff Hegley he came up to me like probably the day before we left for nationals and he's on deck and he's hey come here come here he's like hey I just want you to prepare yourself for the last dive you ever do. I was like, whoa, dude, <laughs> what? I wasn't even thinking about that. And now you're just going to throw that at me. Like, let me be, I'm good. And so it came time for that. And of course, like I heard his little voice in the back of my head. I just, I just smiled. I did front one and a half double twist on one meter. And that was, that was kind of nice. one of my signature dives. I yep. could do that one in my sleep. So 
I just, I had a little smirk on the board and just did my approach and did the dot. It was fine. It was no big nice. deal, but I was like, I wouldn't have thought of that if he didn't bring it up beforehand. I, I would never think to ask that question. And now that's like probably going on my list of like, Oh, I kind of want to ask people like at the tip, like what was your last dive? And like, what went through your head with your last dive? Like I think of, uh, I think Troy of Troy DeMay. DeMay. That's what yep. I think about. Like, I would love to know like what was going through his head on that. But so yep. that was a good question. So, yep. but go ahead. Okay. So we're going to do a little rapid fire here, Maddie. I yes. added these without yes. her knowing. Yes. Let's so go. They're, they're very random. They're very, they're very Maddie Brinkman's style. So first one here, hard shell or soft shell taco. Oh, hard shell. What? Okay. All right. <laughs> Do you like Jif or Skippy peanut butter? Okay, you know <laughs> this answer. If anybody eats Skippy, they're poisoning themselves. Jif a thousand percent forever and ever and ever. This girl eats more peanut butter than anybody I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> okay, so do you, do you like fronts or backs better? Like approaches or like fronts? Just as a category. Fronts. Okay. What's worse, flexed feet or crimped knees? Oh, I hate crimped knees. But one thing I absolutely hate is when one foot is flexed and one foot is pointed. <laughs> that that gets me. That that just like crawls down my spine. There was there was one boy who went in the water like that on theater. Yes, we all every saw it. Time. Yep, we all saw it. Okay, last one I have for you. Do you like blondes, brunettes, or gingers? <laughs> I feel like David paid you to ask that question, Aaron. <laughs> you know, I may or may not have a thing for gingers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Very good. Okay, well, we're going to get into our actual signature questions now. Um, so... My first one here is what's your favorite failure or your best opportunity for growth? It could be with diving or with life. Yes. So I did some thinking on this one. This one, I don't know if this is necessarily my favorite, but this is definitely like up there was um, the first time I made it back to finals um, was in Ohio. Was that two years ago? Mm -hmm. And I just... I didn't know what to do. And I almost failed my first dive. <laughs> it was front two and a half. Like that's it. Not a hard dive. It's on three meter. And I, I don't even know what I, I can't even tell you what I did. I had the worst meet of my life in those six dives, but yeah, they taught me that I need to be more prepared. So <laughs> that definitely helped or another failure. I, I mean, this isn't really a failure, but when I texted Kayla and asked if I could be on the team and she kind of said no at first <laughs> <laughs> that that got me down a few notches <laughs> but you know I came back showed her that I was capable of being on the team <laughs> so well and capable of working hard and, and I mean wow to, to have zero three meter experience. And I remember you as a high school diver and <laughs> I, I remember, you know, that there were some things you needed to work on. Um, so, you know, you, you transitioned five years down the road and, you know, we can sit here and call Maddie Brinkman a national champion. I mean, I still kind of scratch my head remembering some of those reverse dives and back dives that we were working on. 
And it was like, wow, she's, she's come a long way. That's cool. I don't even know if you can say that. I competed back somersault, back double all of high school. <laughs> oh, wow. you, taught, uh... you literally, you taught me a back dive. I did reverse dive. So you taught me a back dive before I went to college the summer <laughs> before. <laughs> I did not compete in high school. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I gave you an eight on that one. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with how that turned out for you. <laughs> um, okay. The next one here, what can the NCAA specifically in division two, what can, what can we do to improve? Uh, yeah, I think the Tuesday meet needs some something. I don't know if it's raising the minimum DD score to like qualify or if it's raising the qualifying score or something, but something needs to change if we need to do a zones meet. It's just, I don't know if that Tuesday meet is like a true representation necessarily of like who the top 22 were per se that like that day. I don't know if it's like doing it two different days, like a Monday, Tuesday thing, if that would help at all, or I don't know, especially with this year, only having one announcer and oh. having, to, having to wait, guy, girl, guy, girl, that was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, something needs to change. And, and specifically on the women's side, you know, the men's meet is okay. It's fine. Usually there's about 25 to 30 men and, and we can get through that. That's just the way that it is. Um, but the women there's consistently near 50 Yeah. and, and every year we're all, it, it's a, it sucks for the divers. Cause it's a long day. You got to warm up one board, compete, warm up the other board, compete. I mean, you're in the pool. What were we there? You got to be there 12 for hours, hours. 12, yeah. 12 hours. Yeah. Nine, nine hours for just like from meet start to meet end was nine hours. So that doesn't ridiculous. count all the other. I mean, yep. Maddie, you hit the nail on the head when you said, I'm not sure that's the best representation yeah. of who the best is, you know, at, at some point it just becomes, uh, okay. Who's the, who, who has the most energy left? They're, yeah. they're probably going to have the best dives at the end of that meet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I I sit there and rack my brain as well, Maddie. I kind of think that's, that's what I would probably target is like something to change. And, and I think my brain goes to like, I think if you just raise the score, I think you'll just see coaches will just score higher. I think, yeah. I think that's what would, like the DD might be a better route, but then look at someone like yourself. Like what was your DD on three meter? Do you know off the top of your head for your ops? Not a clue. <laughs> I mean, you had, you had two really big ones, but then you had, you know, like a two, what two three or two four yeah. for reverse one and a half a two mm -hmm. two four so it's like you know you're probably at 14 something would be my guess yeah. so it's like you know so it's like do you really raise the dd because you want a national title with lower dd than a lot of other girls that's true. so <laughs> it's just like it's more me playing devil's advocate because i agree with you and like i think something's got to change there but it's also, that's how it's been for however long. And that's not a good reason to keep doing it that way. Just cause well, that's and, how it's been. Yeah. It, it gets tricky too. From my perspective as an athlete, I actually really enjoyed Tuesday. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't mind it. I, I really, as an athlete, I will say that very firmly as an athlete only as oh, yeah. a judge, it's, it's horrible. Like being there, sitting there all day, watching diving. I love watching diving. I love 12 hours of diving. Sign me up. 
but man, it is so brutal to keep your brain engaged and looking at what you need to be looking at to get the right people. It's so difficult to do it for that long. And, you know, everybody's under high stress Mm -hmm. and the coaches are under high stress. The, the parents in the stands are under high stress. It's just a, it's a day that I don't know how we make it different. Um, but you know, again, flipping that coin, when I was an athlete, I loved that pressure that, Hey, show me one dive or show me six of your best. If you're good enough, you're in. But again, as a spectator, a judge, a coach, it just seems like the worst day ever. Well, it's got to, it has to be tough too. Cause when you, (laughs) if you go look at those, I'm excited this week, I'll like look back at results and break stuff down. But there was a female athlete that got top eight in the country, I think multiple times, I think both boards last year. And I think the year before maybe two, and she didn't make the meet. And it's like, you, you have to believe she's one of the best 22 women divers in division two. And so right. it's like, that stinks that she's not there and doesn't have a chance, but it's like, that's the game you play with division two diving is that prequal meet. And everybody knows that. So, yeah, it's like a tough one. I don't have the answer, but, and I, it sounds like Maddie doesn't have the answer, but we know something's got to change. <laughs> Okay, so do I, you guys think that you didn't hate Tuesday, though, because there was less guys? Like, there's um, consistently, like, half of the amount of guys that there's girls. Yeah, that's correct. There there are way fewer guys. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I always just felt like if I was going to prove my worth to be there, I should beat half of, you know, my competitors. You know, if there's 25 guys and they're going to keep – 18. I just truly, I, I truly felt, I was like, if I, if, you know, if I can't beat seven, maybe I, maybe I really shouldn't be here. And so I just put that on myself to just, just go, just send it. Yeah. I, I think when I like think about it and we've, we've talked about it before, it's like, I don't think I ever thought much about Tuesday. Cause I didn't know what the big deal about Tuesday was. I freaking know what it's about now as a coach. Like, thanks a lot to one of my athletes. I'm like sweating it out over there, but you know, like, um, I, I just think I, I trusted my coach a lot. So when my coach was like, Hey, I'm not taking you if you're not going to make it, I'm like, Oh, okay. I just got to, but I was like, I always tell people I was dumb. Like I would do whatever my coach said, like kind of how you said, you'll throw whatever. Like my coach said, Hey, you have to go do this. I'd be like, okay, I got to do that. That's what my coach said. And, mm-hmm. and it was fine. So, well, and another thing that Matt, Maddie and I briefly talked about, uh, in the hotel, Heath and the clarion team, they have never done an 11 dive meet to qualify. You guys have always, the women have not the men. Well, regardless, you've always qualified with a six dive score, which is way more difficult than the 11 dive score. I feel like if that was maybe a team implementation more then we would have less people at the Tuesday meet. And we would have, I would say probably better people at the Tuesday meet That, that actually that might be a pretty good option there. Cause like I sit down and think about it and it's like, I think of my two female athletes and they, I mean, I think they both hit the score once with a six dive meet. Like, cause those women's scores are hard on a six dive list for, for division two. I mean, if you're Sarah Bacon, you can do that on four dives, but, um, you know, but, um, so yeah, I, that's a good, that's actually a pretty good idea, Aaron. But yeah, like, I think, that was just kind of always the way we approached it. Like, Hey, if, if you can get the score on six dives, like I would actually be curious to go back and look at who got the score on six dives and how many, like what the percentage of women in on six dives was. Cause I bet yeah, you it's a lot be. higher. 
higher than 11 dives would be my guess. Yep. That's a good, I'm going to, now you got me thinking Rooney. That's what I'm going to do this week. <laughs> um, so kind of jumping in here to my signature questions and I'm going to throw a curveball at you on one of them, but um, what's your favorite drill to do as an athlete? Uh, yeah, I don't know about drills. I never really did a lot of drills, but my answer for this really is balls. Yep. I like to work on balls, focusing on the positions, the kickouts, teaching myself kickouts from how I do my balls. Mm-hmm. Because I never really got like technique when I was first starting. So my first three years was just do the dive and however it goes it goes and so it was all like once I got to college it was a matter of learning technique and how to actually do the dive correctly yeah so I think that balls being that they're not like anything crazy hard was an easy way to like even if you smack on it who cares it's not like you it's not gonna hurt yeah that's 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 what my girl my girls actually asked me they watched uh they watched three meter from finals from the hotel and they're like i just want to know how maddie does reverse one and a half pike and she points her feet up to 12 o'clock and she doesn't go long and now it makes sense why because you're like i just do it like my balls and that's what you do on reverse dive so it makes so much sense um so what's the best advice you've either given or received up to this point it can be life athletics whatever yeah for this one i would say ignorance is bliss (laughs) i can't see without my glasses on oh man <laughs> so you're not i can't i can't see the scoreboard i don't know where i'm sitting <laughs> i got no idea i just got i know that i have to do the next dive as best as i can so <laughs> i like yeah, it i'm going with ignorance is bliss All i'm right, still then- shocked that you can do a lineup yes <laughs> like, just just the most simple thing uh, a, a hands first lineup where you yes. cannot see the surface of the water the the only way i can like have our listeners understand like how bad maddie's vision is is this so maddie let me try her glasses on at the meet and if you've ever worn beer goggles like to simulate being under the influence of alcohol like they're worse than that <laughs> like I've had them on for maybe 10 seconds and I got like motion sickness. Like it was horrible. So that's yeah. so impressive. Um, so I have one more after this one. So who would you like to hear us interview next? Uh, yeah, I was thinking, you know, maybe, you know, my coach Kayla Dieters, she could be fun. She would have a lot to say, or I was thinking also maybe like Mary used to be all in. Now I think it's a Ralston. Oh yeah. I think yeah. she'd be a lot of fun too. Another fellow St. Cloud state national champion yeah. like yourself. Yeah. She was a big inspiration. That's <laughs> awesome. So my, my next question for you is as you look back at your five years of college and college athletics, what advice would you give to student athletes that are going through it or are about to go through it as you look back and it's, I mean, you still have a little bit of time left for school, but it's almost done. What would you say? Uh-huh. I know everybody says it, but it, it actually goes fast. Like, and you're not going to realize it till it's over. And that's very cliche, but like, it's very true. And to like, not just don't take any, anything for granted, like <laughs> cherish yep. every moment you have because you don't always have it. Yep. That's super true. But, um, 
No, so I have to, before Aaron kind of sends us out. Thank you so much. It was awesome getting to finally meet you, Maddie. And uh, just so our listeners know, it's pretty bizarre when I walk on the pool deck and I have not met Maddie at this point in my life. And Maddie just looks at me and she's like, Heath, and she's like shaking her hoodie at me. And it was a diving pod hoodie. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. But um, so super cool. And and just Aaron, for the record, Maddie's wearing a clarion shirt now. So I think we've like we we can claim her now. She is, yes. That's that St. Clary and it's running yes. strong. But um, no, just congratulations, Maddie. It's it's awesome to see someone like yourself who just you can tell you love diving, you have fun, you support all of your competitors, you're nothing but nice and bright and smiley on the pool deck. And it's awesome to see people like that be rewarded for their hard work. So uh congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So anybody else out there listening, hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod and our email is the diving pod at gmail.com. Again, our link tree in our bio of Instagram has a whole bunch of cool stuff there. Cowingrobards.com has our t-shirts and hoodies for sale. You can enter the coupon code dive pod at checkout that, uh, that gets you free shipping. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take care of that for you for, uh, for paying attention and loving diving. And once again, Thank you, Maddie. Congratulations. Really, really cool. And, um, you know, just, uh, just another, another one here, you and I, we're just going to have to pair up again next year at the alumni meet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Don't forget. If you haven't signed up, go to the Moss Farms Diving Clinic this weekend. Aaron and I will be there. Uh, we're, we're fortunate enough to get to go down and uh, learn from John Fox So if you're in the area and you want to sign up, please, that's also in our link tree. Yes. Now we'll see you next time.